leftovers, or the DMV, or house cleaning, or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Real Talk Wrestling. I'm your host, Josh. On the phone is the ultimate baby face. What's the baby face? Chris Koffler. <laughs> what is going on, bud? Oh, you know, just enjoying a little March Madness today on the St. Patrick's Day. It's been on my TV all day, nonstop, nice. since I watched Price is Right for the first time in like five years um, because of this today, because it's on CBS. And wow, they have a new set. I'm like, well, Drew Carey looks good. Like, this is crazy. I thought you were going to say for the first time in like 25 years. No, because like you were a kid. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know, that was the thing back in the day. Like, I got to stay home. And if you stay home, you can watch Price is Right. That's now, right. like, the kids stay home and they're on their stupid iPads watching Logan Paul or whatever they watch. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? But we are here tonight to talk about the AEW St. Patrick's Day Slam show. We are here to talk about our top five throw together tag teams or dream tag teams or whatever you want to call it. Two people that aren't associated with each other. And if you want to see them tag up or not. And I'll just say, obviously this was inspired by the recent formation of John Moxley. We, we had this before the formation before the, we had before it officially happened, but we all knew where it was headed. Yeah. We made this topic up like three weeks ago. We just couldn't bring it up because there's just too much, too much going on in the world of wrestling. So we didn't want to burn our, you know, rush through this topic because I, you know, I I put a lot of thought. We've had three weeks into this topic and I don't have them Mm -hmm. ranked. I have them in Uh in groups. Took me a while, but I, I finally kind of, Finally put together a ranking for mine. Okay. They, they weren't ranked for the, like the last week and a half. Perfect, perfect. All right. Well, let's get right into it, man. AEW, AEW Dynamite was phenomenal. Uh, I was just talking to somebody on the phone today. Like, how can they just keep on putting out bangers in bangers every single week? Can't Like, do they ever take a break? As of late, no. But, hey, this is what happens when you sign up all those really talented wrestlers you have a lot of people that can put on a great show and because you have so many, you can rotate them in and out and keep fresh matchups and fresh faces in there. So yeah, they could, they could keep putting on bangers every single week. You know, I was thinking about something to go off topic a little bit, but I was sitting here before the podcast thinking like, what? Like, I'm so sick of like bitching about Cody bitching about this and that. Like I want to, I want to bring something positive to the show. So I'm bringing a positive outlook. Christian Cage, wow. Christian Cage was in the main event for the world title, like maybe what, five months, I don't even know how long, four months ago, it doesn't matter. Now he's being a manager to Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, and people are like, well, if WWE did that, you'd be complaining, right? That's what they would say, like, oh, they took this guy and had him in the spot, the top spot, and now he's just some jobber manager, like, people would be complaining. For example, let's say Randy Orton, people complain that he's in a tag team, now they love him. My point is this. You can't complain as an AEW fan or just a pro wrestling fan because AEW gives you nothing to complain about. Christian can go to this back for a little bit, and guess what? People get called up. Or not called up, but pushed up to the card. And then guess what? Later, six months later, those guys go to the mid cards. More people. It's a rotation. It's called a... It's called a... What's the word I'm trying to think of, Chris? I thought rotation was the word. It's a, re- it it's like. a revolving door of just pushes instead of the yep. same people. So it's okay that Christian can go in the back for a little bit. He'll be back later. They have so much yep. talent. They can, they're giving everyone a spotlight, and they make everyone feel important. Plus, as we've commented below, it's not always what you're having the wrestlers do. It's sometimes it's how you're having having them go about doing it. You know, there's a right and a wrong way to do it. And like you just said, this is this is the right way to do it. 
he's still there, but you know what? He's given he's there to help push along the younger talent right now. So and that's what he's doing. Yes, that and plus, you know, there's gonna, there's a heel turn coming. There is someone's going to turn heel. It's going to be Christian. And it's going to they they're telling a story right now. Think about FTR. They're irrelevant. They have nothing to do on the main. Creative has nothing for them. So, well, they do though. They do. They're sto- they're building a story here, some kind of long term story. They fired Tolly. You know they keep on talking about legacy. Something big is coming up. I don't know what it's going to be, but F- since they don't have anything like story wise right now with FTR, they still do because they're building months from now. They're playing fucking chess. Right, like you notice this, right? Those little spots in the back with FTR—they're—they're for something. Something's gonna come of this. Yeah, it's not all for nothing. Yeah, so like they make every single person matter. Um, I'm going on because I'm Chris. I was just talking to people on Twitter about how much I love AEW. All the WWE marks have blocked me. I can no longer see WWE (laughs) Gareth or anyone else. But the worst. Well, we got to talk about Dynamite last night. All right, we got to get to it. Let's start with what I say I want to start with first. Chris, you pick a topic. There's three of them. I'm just going right at the top here. The uh, the TNT title match. Orlow and Scorpio Sky. Yeah, that was a good match. Uh, it's kind of went the way we expected it would was going to go. Because there was two ways. All right, you're going to feed Scorpio Sky to Orlow. Or you're just going to have Orlow win because MJF like interferes and um, I didn't know which side I was going to be on until, you know, Wednesday. I'm like, it's definitely not going to be Warlow. Warlow's bigger than that title. Like, I hate to say it that way, but he's not a TNT kind of, he's a workhorse, right? I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing him get a little run with it at some point just to go have some dominant run, like what Miro had for a while. But yeah, I mean, he's going to have a non-title, huge feud eventually with MJF. And so that's definitely the direction they took that. So that's really what this match was about. Unfortunately for Scorpio sky, it wasn't about him defending his title. It was more about building the MJF and Warlow match. So hopefully, hopefully Scorpio will get some good title defenses here soon to, you know, kind of build them up because he definitely deserves it. Yeah. And he's going to have those on rampage and he's going to main event some, you know, he may, he may, may, he already main evented a dynamite, so I see, like, that title's going to be main evented on Rampage against a bunch of, you know, awesome contenders. Can't wait to see some of these matches. Uh, my question to you, do you think the TNT title ever will change on um, Rampage? Um, Not as long as it, well, maybe. Very low chance. It's the very, only show on TNT. Yeah, but very, <laughs> just a low chance unless they change it to a different time to where it's live again. Because I don't see them making a lot of changes. It could happen, but of course, then it's going to be spoiled because of it being pre-recorded. Which side note? Did you see that Rampage tomorrow is at eleven thirty? Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, nobody's watching that. It's going to be like the lowest nobody's. rated. You know what? Yeah. Though there might be some people like me because you know I stay up a little bit later. I'm mean, watching. It's because of college basketball. I'll be watching college basketball tonight until. Way past midnight. Like I'm, I'm, I'm into when NCAA brackets start. I don't watch one second, but when they when Thursday comes along, I'm watching every game nonstop. I've not stopped. No. I've not worked since twelve. I, I've done nothing today. I've I've drank a lot of alcohol and I watched a lot of basketball. Nice. <laughs> That's what Sounds I did. Like a pretty solid day. Now you're doing a wrestling podcast. Yeah, and I'm watching my favorite player get us. But that was mutual. Aaron Rodgers knew about this trade before signing the contract. It, no, it, it just came, it came out. That's facts. It's facts. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so anyway, we don't need to talk about Devontae Adams. <laughs> but, yes, we want to see more Scorpio Sky, and we want to see this Wardlow match happen eventually. Yeah, I, I would imagine you, you think it's going to come about, what, in May? What is that, a double or nothing, I think? Or is that? All in. I forget which one comes up in May. It's sold in out. Vegas. Yeah, it's already sold out. Yeah, well, the the pre the the pre sales or whatever sold out in like record time or really fast without that, even that announcing be, a match. Yeah, that seems to be all of their shows. But to be fair, and I want to say this, and I know I know I'm being a little cocky and whatever. They don't really 
like we we went to the venue at Revolution was at. You, there's not that many people that can fit in there. It's not like they're doing you know tens of thousands. They're doing eight thousand. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. Like, yeah. like I'm we, I'm ready for them to get into some bigger stadiums. Though, what do you think? Yeah, I, I mean it'd be nice, but dude, they're only pulling. They're not even pulling a million people um, on TV every week. You know this 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 week the ratings just came out. They're below a million again. Not that ratings matter, but they don't have like the star power to sell out an arena like Emily. I don't think they do. Yeah, that might be a little tough to sell out, but hey, then fill in the 100 and the 200 section. Oh Let's yeah, don't even worry about the 300s. You're right. You're 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 right, Chris. It's just they're not going to be doing stadium shows anytime soon unless it's the stadium stampede. You know, part three with the yeah. um, Jericho supporting society versus appreciation. Appreciate, yeah, <laughs> whatever. Oh man, that that let's talk about that. Okay, Jericho Appreciation Society. Society, the worst stable name of all time. It might be the worst, but I think I know why he's doing it. I think I know why he did a lot yesterday. It's, it's who, who, what wrestling fans? What do they hate the most right now? What would you say? Wrestling fans, what do we hate the most? Yeah, like, you know, like people like us, smart people. <laughs> We don't like uh, sports entertainers. We don't like WWE. It's trash. Like it's complete <laughs> trash. So, yeah. tr- so Chris Jericho's like, oh, okay, or maybe Tony Khan, maybe both together. Okay, I need heat, people. I need people to stop liking me. What do I do? Let's make a stable and just be the WWE. Okay, well, how do we start? <laughs> I don't know. We need a stupid ass name for your stable. Got it. Yep. What else can we do? Let's change two wrestlers' names. And actually take a shot at WWE for doing that. Got it. Did it. Making some goofy ass names. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Goofy ass names. Literally, that is a shot at WWE. What else can we do? Like, he literally just fucking, he just became the ultimate. He's there. You might as well name your team WWE. Yeah. <laughs> like it's the, funny. You know, I, I tweeted last uh, last night. You know, Jericho's the GOAT just because of the fact that, like, when he came out, of course, everyone's cheering. They still love his song. Everybody's singing along. Everyone's so happy to see him. And then in an instant, he said, we're not wrestlers. We're sports entertainers. And instantly, just like that, the whole crowd turns on him. It's funny because <laughs> like, remember, he, he everything he does works. He, uh, he uh, whatever, branded, what, what do you call that? Uh, you got the patent of that name of that phrase. And I told you about it like two weeks ago. Maybe it was last week. And you're like, when we're like, what is he going to do with that? Because and this is what he's doing with it. And I love it. He fucking yeah. says that and like smiles. And you know his friends over in the WWE are just like laughing along too. Like they're like, this fucking guy, like that's genius. Yep. Like that's genius. Whoever <laughs> thought of this gimmick, I freak, I, I, okay, truth be said, when this, when they came out, and they sung the Judah song. I walked away. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to waste my time with this segment. I'm really not. So I walked yeah. away. I did. I started doing some laundry because I really didn't want to buy into this bullshit. And about 30 seconds in, I'm watching it going, this is fucking genius. Like he's talking about how he saved this guy's life. And I don't know if that, I don't know if any of that's true. I really don't know. But <laughs> and then he's like, I'm a sports entertainer. Daniel Garcia grabs, I'm a sports. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, they're embracing this. This is awesome. Yeah. And they definitely, like I said, he, he took, he got rid of Sammy because Sammy's a star now. Pride and Powerful's gone. You know, they're a legit tag team now. So he traded those three out, brought in three others, and they immediately feel more relevant than they ever did before. As much as I could tell AEW kept trying to push them as you know, something we all need to watch. They're important. This Daniel Garcia guy. But every time he came out, I'm like, this guy just does nothing for me. Like, I'm just not interested at all. He might be good, but I don't care. So I'm very interested to see where this stable goes and what they continue to do. And, of course, like I said, it just feels like Chris Jericho can do no wrong. I wonder how they're going to wrestle. If they're going to wrestle like sports entertainers. Like, I know that some people might not understand what I'm saying. 
I wonder if they're going to start doing all the theatrics like Bianca Belair does, where she shakes her head like really. Like I wonder if they're just going to be over dramatic and oversell because they already have like the characters of like the the two point oh guys. I don't even know their names, but they're silly like henchman names. We got you know like yeah, it's like their whole team is going to be sports entertaining. I think it's going to be awesome. Do you think whenever they come out and wrestle, they'll have some nice sports entertainment camera cuts to go with it? God, don't do that. That's the worst. <laughs> I couldn't handle it. Dude, so, I, so true story, I watched Raw just a little bit. It wasn't going to watch a lot. I turned on Raw, and I, I, before I did, I'm going to say, I'm going to count the camera cuts until it goes to commercial. I counted seven within 20 seconds. I couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't do it. Yep. <laughs> I couldn't do it. <laughs> it wasn't. It was. It was of. Uh, it was of. Uh, homeboy taking a selfie. Well, who was it? Uh, the guy with Vince, who's going to fight Pat McAfee. He was taking a selfie. They did on, on Finn uh, Balor, and they did seven seven cuts in twenty seconds of a selfie. Yeah, Austin, Austin Austin Theory. Theory. Yeah, of of a selfie. Yep. Seven cuts of a selfie. Seven cuts of a selfie. They love their stuff over there. They love their production. Did, side note: Did you did you see the Kevin Owens thing I I retweeted? Um, uh, where he's about like, their production. Yeah, yeah, why are they showing that? I wonder if he's just doing that as a gimmick. I don't know. I don't know. No, because that looked like the lights were dimmed. He was, you know, he didn't know that a cell phone was on him. Yeah. You know? Oh, I mean, he can imagine there is, but that that looks very real frustration right there. Leftovers. Or the DMV. Number 97. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Leftovers. Or the DMV, or house cleaning, or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Why did he resign? This is the dumbest thing on earth. Like you take, like you said, take care of his family because he's set financially now. I guess you just ride out the three years. You know you'll still be okay in three years, and you go, you know, wrestle in AEW afterwards. Like you make your money now, and then yep. you go have fun later. Maybe that's what he's doing. I don't. I don't yep. know. <sighs> yeah, he's not even just like like just like football players. They'll they'll make their money in the middle of their contract middle of their prime years and then at the end they'll go play for a team and, and just chase a championship chase the fun right unless you're von miller jesus christ <laughs> 33 years old getting six years 120 million yeah, okay yeah that's wild <laughs> um i don't want we could talk about kevin owens forever especially in the stone cold set oh my it's so corny dude who who likes this by the way yeah, but let's get into it i have i have t- i have 10 minutes Dude, who likes this? Are you excited for this, Chris? Are you going to tune into WrestleMania to watch whatever they're going to do? Um, I mean, just because it's WrestleMania, I'm going to try to watch it to to make sure we have something that we can talk about. I mean, we can't completely ignore it, right? But I mean, Chris, Dynamite last tough. night I mean, was better. Royal, Dynamite last Royal night. Rumble listen, it's hard to watch. It was hard to watch. Dynamite last night will be better than WrestleMania. It will. It's it's common I, sense. I can believe that. Dude, I can oh, totally believe oh, that. I can't wait to watch this grudge match for nothing. Baron Corbin versus Drew McIntyre. Oh, that's gonna be yeah. that's a fucking SmackDown match. You know? Like for yes. nothing. What are we How doing? How many times have they had that, do you think? Who who knows? Who we saw Bianca and Odoo drop for the fiftieth time this month. <laughs> I saw you tweeting on that. And then every time she does the KOD, oh my god, they picked her. She just picked her up. Yes, she does it every fucking time. You see, you guys see it three times a week. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we still amazed by it? We know she can do this she, now. She could. It's like it's like <laughs> if I picked up my son every day and Keisha, my wife's like, oh my god, he picked up. Yeah, I know, I could do this. Like this is what yeah, I can do. do it. 
Every day. This is the third time. You just saw me do it yesterday. <laughs> I'll do it tomorrow. I don't understand. I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm not excited about this Stone Cold thing. I'm really not. And the more and more I watch WWE television, the more I think Cody's going there. And I'll still, I'll still, you'll, you'll, you see me on Twitter. Co- I just say Cody's not going to WWE on every single post I see about Cody. But it's too obvious. They're making it too obvious now. Yeah. WrestleMania versus what Seth Rollins? Yeah, I think it's the direction they're headed. Yeah, and they're just making it too obvious. Uh, the in, the internal plans are to have Cody there. Why? Why do you think they're not debuting him? Why? Like why? Why would you not build it up? So, do you think that he? I was thinking about this the other day, and the fact that he hasn't officially signed this, that, or the other. Do you think he'll do like a a one match WrestleMania deal and then go back to AEW? or somewhere else or the ring of honor thing, or just stay independent or just do nothing. Or do you think Vince would allow him to do a, well, I guess because he has plenty of people that do special appearance one night only things at WrestleMania. So why couldn't Cody do that? That'd be, you know, I thought I was thinking about that too, and that'd be awesome. I just don't think Vince would, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to think like you're really just going to let him come in here get exposure and then go back to the, the, the bad guys again in, in you know, Vince's eyes, AEW's the bad guys. So you're yeah. really going to get come. Ooh, we just had this guy at WrestleMania wrestle. One of our top guys, Seth Rollins is a top three player in the WWE. You're going to have Cody work him and then go back to the competition. You're bringing all those eyes back to AEW. You think Vince will allow that? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. It just, it also just still seems very hard for me to believe that Cody would go there and sign for multiple years given everything that happened. The fact that he was held down so long and then he was finally given a platform to show his potential and, and show, you know, it's created AEW along with some others. So why would you want to go back to being stardust or whatever gimmick they have waiting for him? I, I, and all the shit he's done to triple H breaking the, like all the symbolism, like, how? How could you go back there? How, how? Knowing you're the enemy, you're going back there, and they're probably going to treat you like shit. We see how Vince treats the NXT guys. Uh, Butch. Yeah. We got Butch now. <laughs> <laughs> we, oh, got, Butch. we have Butch. <laughs> Butch versus Gunther at Mania. I need it. <laughs> I need to see Butch versus Gunther. Like, nobody's safe. Nobody's safe. They just change names. That... That's why the Jericho Appreciation Society is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. Was there any... Oh, was, what time is it? Oh, we got plenty of time. Was there anything else we needed to touch on? Oh, the Britt Baker match. Duh. Yeah, I, that's next on the list. Yeah, yeah, I was fucking with you. Um, that's kind of kind of a big deal from last night. Kind of uh, the biggest deal we don't, we from are, last night. I got some heat on Twitter last night because I didn't like it. I didn't like the decision. I didn't like the change. I wanted Britt to win. If you weren't gonna do it in Rev- at Revolution, then why, why do it? Here? Like, why have two matches? Because of, of the look. Now, I don't get the two matches thing, but I get why they wanted to have it happen on last night's show. I think for two reasons: one, the location of the show, and two, because of I think their big match last year at St. Patrick's Day Slam. It almost felt like you needed a follow up to that one this year. So I was good with that, I but I still, yeah, I'm still very puzzled by why why did they even have a match at the pay-per-view then? Yeah. Have her lose, and then her the story was she beat Layla Hirsch and then becomes number one contender and gets a shot two weeks after she just lost instead of going to the back of the line. That's a shitty story. Like, the way if they wanted to do a number one contender's match, you could have had that match at Revolution, and you could have had Brett Baker obviously face somebody, whoever, like, just, just anyone, and the, like Chris Atlander, one of the top people. Mm-hmm. By the way, I love that she's dropping the stupid indie gimmick. I think Chris Atlander, and I said this on Twitter, she will be a top women's star if she ditched that shitty gimmick and like was taken seriously. I think she's one of the best wrestler women's wrestlers in the company, probably in pro wrestling. She's probably in my top five. Yeah, I love her. Yeah, I knew, and I had heard for a while now that that gimmick was eventually going to be going away. It just it took longer than I thought because I heard about this months and months and months ago. But but so what did you think about the match itself? You don't like the decision. 
you wanted Baker to stay champion forever, I guess. Eventually, a baby face has to beat her. It was always going to be Thunder Rosa. At least make it a baby face that's good on the mic or something. So she's just which is who? Which one of them is? It's all heels are always better. It's so much easier to talk shit shit on the mic than it is to go out and say happy things on the microphone. So what it's is, very hard. What is she going to do now? What what is she going? Who does she go to next? Who's the next heel at the top of the list? You know, she's already. She's already wrestled most the majority of them, which is fine. We can have rematches because they're different stories. But yeah. who who does she go to next? Like who's the number one contender? Like who's gonna build this women's match? Because when I felt like, and I know that you joke and I joke about Sheeta, when she was champion, there was no build to any match. There was no nothing. It was just a match. That was it. And so what Britt Baker built her matches with her with her voice. So who's gonna build these matches? It's oh, a good question. Let's see who's. So you got. I'm just looking. You could have Layla Hirsch. Not going to be a big championship match, but just someone to knock out. I mean, there's to, there's to there's, there's hold on. There's an obvious where it's going to end. We all know the obvious, right? Serena Deeb is the obvious in road. I was about to say Serena Deeb is is the top. She's seal. she's she's next in line to be champion. Serena Deeb, yeah. I would say because she's um, best all around. Because I can't see Jade moving up yet. Still a little too green, so she's where she needs to be. So, yeah, I would have to say Serena Deeb's going to be the one to unseat her, but it's getting there. So she has some matches, you know, against the Bunny, against Layla Hirsch, against what's the other one um, that the Bunny teams up with? Uh, Penelope. Yeah, Penelope Ford. She'll she'll knock she'll go through them. Maybe she goes through Britt Baker's two little sidekicks there just to get some matches out of the way. There's just not enough. And then you heel throw women. in Yeah, and then you throw in some mixed tag matches and then some weeks with some promos and and then you eventually get to Deeb taking over. It's just I think she, we're gonna get Nyla Rose again. Like that's worn out. Don't wanna see that. I'm sick of Nyla Rose. Yeah, you know. Then you see she got used a lot in the beginning. I mean, I could see Sheeta coming back with an attitude. She could be a heel. I could see. Yeah. You know, I mean, there you could you don't. Have, the great thing about AEW is you don't have to be heel. Heel. You don't have to be a character heel. You can just be a badass like Brian Danielson is. Yep. You just developed to be a heel because he just is a badass. Yeah. Sorry. Absolutely. But yeah, I mean the ma- okay, so the match itself. Yeah, let's cra- talk about the match itself. <laughs> Crazy spots. Uh the chair spot hurt me physically. Like when Britt Baker went through that chair and like it just didn't move and she just fell right on her back of her neck. Yeah. It's like it's- I thought the match actually started a little slow, and I don't know if it started slow or if my expectations were high, or if I was just ready for them to start pulling stuff out from under the ring. Because we all knew it was going there. So at first I was like, this is moving along a little slow. But then, you know, then they started picking up a little bit. And then Britt Baker was quick to go get the chairs. She's trying to throw them over the top rope. Missed on one of them. It came back down. I think the crowd was giving her shit. And she kind of fired back at them real quick. But that's when it really started picking up. That's what we all knew had to happen. We had to have something like that. Based off their previous match, yeah. anything else would have felt like a step down. Yeah, I love the uh, air raid onto the chairs. That was a good spot. Obviously, there the thumbtacks are. I, we don't have to see thumbtacks every week, people. I'm serious. Like we don't need it every single time. I get why it fits here. I definitely do. But it seems like they do that a lot. And, yeah, they are. Well, it, well, you know, it doesn't need everyone does a suicide dive and everyone brings thumbtacks. Like I don't. You don't need that. We just need yeah. because it makes everything less important. Like I've seen thumb, we saw thumbtacks at least what four times this month. It feels like it really does. Maybe I'm yeah, over exaggerating. It's been a lot lately, but gosh, it's a it's lot. It's been a lot. That's probably a little over exaggerated. Yes, but yeah, we've been seeing it more. You do it too much, and it kind of takes away the value on it, to where it just seems like just another spot. Whereas you want it to really seem significant, so you got to make sure it's in the right spot. Yes, and. This match warranted it, so I'm not complaining about it. 
other matches like the dog collar match really didn't need it. You know, yeah. it, it didn't warrant that brutality as this one has history with attacks and they were trying to not mimic the last match, but do Build something close a little bit. Right. Do something close. So I'm going to watch that match again with my kids after the show because they, you know, they've been in the whole Roblox world and I told them I want to show them a match. Like that's a match I want to show my kids and yeah, help them, yeah seriously to help them get into wrestling. <laughs> Been, well, I remember you said they loved the one last year. Yeah, because they told me it was fake. I said it's fake. Yeah, then they watched it and they were like, "Oh man, this is pretty <laughs> awesome." Yeah, you know they want me to buy the WWE 2K2 game or whatever 2K22. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. I can't bring my. I, I I've been on the PlayStation you know store page like multiple times, and yeah. I go to the buy section I'm like. Gosh, do I? Because re- you know what's making me want to buy it? The AEW arenas and the AEW characters. Yep. That's the only reason. They That's look- what I was. Why I was considering it myself. I, I might do it just to go get those characters because I know AEW is supposed to come out with a game, but it's going to be their first generation. Is it going to have problems? Be buggy? You know what I mean? So the fact that you can get those user created wrestlers in arenas. I might have to take a look at it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, so I'm really, really. Do you have PS5 or you still have a PS4? I am on four. Slacker. I'm always a generation behind. Slacker, Chris. Slacker. PS5. Always, always, always. Totally worth it. Um, all right. You got anything else to say about this awesome? Where, where do they go next? We already talked about Thunder Rosa. What about Britt Baker? What does she do? Maybe get a little bit of time off. Think about it. She's been going since. Probably for a year now, at least, because right, because that was really her takeoff point was St. Patrick's Day Slam last year, even maybe a little before that, because she was building. But that was really, really where you could pinpoint where she took off. So, I mean, she's been going hard week in and week out for a year now. Who knows? Maybe she just she gets to take a little time off and give a little bit of screen time to some of the other women, just like we were talking about. Maybe it's time for her to rotate out for a little bit because some people were getting a little tired of her act i would see on twitter and so maybe she rotates out for a little bit goes and kind of just chills out for a little bit and then rotates back in in a couple months yeah i just don't see her being a, like her boyfriend just got there you know like I yeah don't that's, see her, that's the only hard part about that like, unless she just travels with them and doesn't well their schedule's pretty easy they don't do all the house shows like wwe used to so they probably just fly in wednesday and fly out you know the next morning mm-hmm. Well, he is kind of on a program right now that's building. I was about to say maybe that he could be absent a week here or there, and they could sneak off and go somewhere for a week. Right. But even still, they could do that because they could finish up Wednesday, fly out somewhere Thursday, and then fly back in Tuesday and be ready to go for Wednesday again. Yeah, it must be Like you said, they don't have all the house shows. Must be nice. Just fly everywhere you want to go. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, okay, let's get into our main event, though. Our top five tag teams, uh, dream tag teams, you would call them? You made this topic up. I I didn't call them dream tag teams, necessarily. Just five tag teams you would create using current wrestlers, but they don't have to be in the same promotion. They can be. I tried to stay away from anybody that was that at least that I watched was already a tag team at some point. Now, if they did a one-off one night only got thrown together for a tag match, whatever I'm talking about making someone a tag team, you know, for a run for at least a few months, kind of a deal. Okay. So current wrestlers, any promotion. Do you want to go first? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll kick it off here and I will start off. With my number five, kind of a, you know, good workers, uh, maybe a little bit borderline, the high flyer type team. And I would put together from AEW Jungle Boy and mix him with WWE's Ricochet. Oh, two little guys. I think the two little guys. It's a little guy team, little quick guy team. But I think they're both good wrestlers, especially, you know, Ricochet when he gets the chance. Whenever he was being featured for a while, he really showed a lot of what he could do. Obviously, we feel like Jungle Boy, he is, you know, what one of the pillars, one of the the future of AEW, good all-around wrestler. And I just think the two of them 
to put on a, a really good show. You know, you got someone like Top Flight, you know, they're a smaller tag team and they're pretty entertaining. Um, obviously, Jungle Boy would add a little bit of size there. And I, I think they could put on some really entertaining matches, especially in a, you know, AEW style format where they can just fly around the ring. Yeah, see, I was going to th- say they have to be with the right people, like the Young Bucks or, or somebody like that. Um, yeah, but that was yeah, that's a good team. That's I didn't. So those people, I'm I'm curious how many same wrestlers we have, because um, you know we have to use ten each. And I didn't, I, I didn't, think we'll have a couple wrestlers the same, but I don't know that we'll have the same teams. Yeah, I, I don't know. It'd be it'd be interesting if we somehow managed to end up with the same team. So all I the took different people we could pick. I took all singles wrestler. Well, no, one tag team. I have one tag team. One guy's in a tag team. Two guys. God dang it. Okay, two guys are in a tag team right now, but the rest are all single wrestlers. And uh, let me all- see. On mine, I think I have two that are currently in a tag team. Yeah, I have two that are currently in a tag team. Jungle my- Boy being one of them. And mine are all AEW and WWE guys mixed. I don't have okay. any same promotion. So, I'll, And I did not rank them. I'm, I'm just, these are my, like, I have categories. So this one's a powerhouse team. All right. I got mm-hmm. Wardlow. Like this is a team where I just want to like like the Brothers of Destruction. Like they just went and smashed, right? Yep. Like, that's that's this team right here. So I got Wardlow on the AEW side, all right, and I got Bobby Lashley on the other side. Two massive humans that I could definitely see trying to one up each other like during the matches. Like Wardlow will get the power the power bomb sympathy going on. Lashley will just spear the guy to death. Like they would just always constantly one up each other. Like, you know, let me get the jobber. Let me get this. Let me do that. And they would just yeah. smash everyone. Like, I think that would be awesome to see. Yeah, they would. It would be hard because like at what point who would actually be able to defeat them? <laughs> that would be, that would be an incredibly good tag team. And, and as far as having the competition within their team, I could see it, especially if they, they get some go up against a small guy team, especially if they have a jobber squash match. They'll be like, who can launch their job or the furthest out of the ring? Like, who's going to launch them? Just absolutely just toss them. And I can see that. That would be a pretty solid team right there. Yeah, I love it. See, and I don't want to burn it because maybe your list is different than mine. My, none of my guys are top guys. Like, Lashley is a top guy. Don't get me wrong. But what I'm saying is, like, I don't got the Omegas or the blah, blah, blah. I don't want to burn your teams. But I have, like, mine are more only guys that I want to see do something that will never probably win the world title besides Wardlow and Lashley. Those are my two guys that only have a chance to win the world title, in my opinion. Okay. All right. All right. Are you ready for my number four? Yeah, number four. Number four. My number four is my my one and only I'm putting together, and I would maybe consider putting this higher, but I actually have a women's team that I'm putting together here. Mm. A women's team, and I would go a little higher, but of course there's just not a lot of women's tag team wrestling. It's usually just two women thrown together. They're not really an established team. You mean like Dewdrop and Nikki Ash? Exactly. You mean it's like just two random people? Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley? Together. Yep. You mean like there's, Carmella you know, and Zelina Vega? <laughs> you mean like Sasha and Car and Car what Sasha and the other girl? Uh fucking yeah. Naomi? Exactly. Because the only tag team I know of is like what, the iconics, which I don't even remember if that's their name anymore. But like there's not a whole lot. So anyway, so with that said, ironically, you just had your big bruisers for the men, and that's that's what I have here in my women's tag team slot is two bruisers, and that would be Jade Cargill. And then I don't know if you know who this person is, but it's someone I follow on Twitter. But I got a I got a pair with Jordan Grace. Yeah, Are I know. Yeah. with who that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just because, and and this one kind of came to mind because they've had a lot of back and forth lately on Twitter. And then I was looking at, it, I was like, those two in a team look like they would just absolutely smash the competition <laughs> because they are two huge muscled up women. And Jordan, she actually wrestles with a lot of um, guys. Like she was recently wrestling with Matt uh, Matt Cardona. Yep. 
she was recently wrestling with him. So she's almost like the, a, a new age China, if you will. She can go wrestle with the women. She can also jump in the ring with the men. So Jeez. pair her with a Jade Cargill, who obviously a little green, but she's got the charisma. She's got the look and her, you know, she's always getting better in the ring. So I think the two of them as a tag team could just go and decimate every other tag team out there. They would just smash through them all. Love it. They would, but they wouldn't smash through my women's tag team that I put together. Uh-oh. Yeah. You got I got one too. Let's hear it. Of course I have one. You know, what do you think? What do you think? It's going to be Sasha. Sasha and who? Sasha, Sasha and Bailey. Sasha and Bailey. <laughs> that was on my list. It was at one point because they're not tag teams anymore. No, um, it's not Sasha. Although I think she would be amazing with Jay Cargill or, or, or even, even my person that is in my tag team, the Britt Baker, DMD. I say, tag her up. She calls herself the role model. She obviously stole the gimmick. So let's steal her with the real, <laughs> let's put her with the real role model. I think Bailey and Britt would be amazing. I think their dynamics of annoying and cockiness would just, the crowd would hate them so much, especially if you add Bailey to the mix. She's constantly, you know, yelling and telling Michael Cole to shut up. You know, it's just, I think they would be a perfect dynamic. Two super over heels. Yep. Bailey super over. He's a heel. Just annoying the shit out of everyone. And just winning the snakiest ways possible. Yeah, I could see that as being a very entertaining tag team to watch week in and week out. I think they would cut some extremely good promos for sure. I mean, those, those two are really good on the mic. And they're both really good in the ring. So, I mean, that would be an all-around really good duo to see put together. So, so I far, like I have a baby face with the – I think my monsters will be baby faces because they'd be too over with the crowd – and I have a heel team. So I'm one and one. One and one. I have, I don't know. I got baby face team and I don't know what my women's team would be. Heels? Heels. They're monsters. Yeah. No one likes monster women. <laughs> Serious. Like look at all the like big women. Like no one ever cheers for them. Okay. Yep. That's true. Because all they're right, always told so... because they're not, because they're told by Vince to act mean. That's why. They have bitch yeah, face. Okay. And... Just be bullies and being and yep. All right. So my number three definitely would be a face tag team. And these are two guys. I'm going two guys, one from AEW, one from WWE, two really big muscly dudes <laughs> who are both bald and kind of look similar esque, but they're very they're very like pound for pound some of the strongest people for their size respectively. And I'm talking about from WWE Cesaro. He's not there anymore. And then from, well, recently from WWE, I don't know where he's at now, but, and then pair him with, so maybe this team could really happen, but put him with AEW's John Silver. Ah, John Silver. (laughs) Just give John Silver something to do. Pair him together with Cesaro. I don't know. They could have some kind of gimmick there because they're both super jacked, muscly dudes. And I would like to see them just go through and beat the crap out of some people. Yeah. Like it was hard to keep John Silver off my list. I did only because I knew he'd be on yours, but yeah, he's just, I think he can have a lot of like, he has a lot of chemistry on air. Like, I don't know why he doesn't get more airtime. He's a very like, just, he everything is charisma about him. Right. Funny, outgoing, you know, good on the mic. He doesn't really, he's just a funny, lovable guy. He'd be amazing with any person like cool like that. So I could see him pairing. And, with, and, and you think of Cesaro, he's another fan favorite. Yes. Everybody really loves him. Yes. So I think you just put those two super strong dudes that maybe aren't necessarily, you know, big, like a Warlow, but for, for who they are, their frame, they're pretty built and pretty big. I think they could be, Pretty entertaining put together. All right. This one's going to be hard for you and anyone to wrap their minds around, and it might not work, which is okay. It's All my right. it's my mismatch team, right? I have a over I have an overpower house team, a women's team, and now a mismatch team. This is, this is your RK Bro team? Kind of, yes. So one's from it's a, it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a heel team. All right, it's gonna be a heel team. Chad Gable. 
Alpha Academy. Thank you. You know, he's really he's really over right now. You don't watch WWE, but he's actually doing amazing, phenomenal work as a heel. He's he's one of my favorite people to see on TV. So Chad Gable, and you pair him with Eddie Kingston. Yeah, hear me, okay. hear me out. Seriously. No, I want to hear it. I, I'm interested to hear what you got. That's not the pairing I would have seen, but let's hear it. His, I'm open to it. He's a nerdy 4.0. Like, you know, I graduated college with a 4.0. You know, he's very cocky. He thinks he knows everything. His gimmick is he's training people. Eddie Kingston, like, you know, they have a few going on. Like, you know, I'm better than you, Eddie Kingston. I'm a better wrestler. You're nothing. You know, just pretty much like what Jericho just did. And then mm-hmm. um, Eddie Kingston's like, you know, oh, fuck you, dog. You, I can beat your ass. You know, Doing his thing. And then they make some kind of stipulation. If I beat you, you let me train you and blah, blah, I'll be the, because he's Alpha Academy. He can train anyone. He mm-hmm. ha- And so Eddie Kingston loses the feud. Loses the feud. So now there have to be, now he has to train them. Now they're a tag team. And every week, Kingston gets in this cocky ass role and where he's like getting better as a technical wrestler. Yada, yada, yada. And then they become like this, this is my, I'm a, you got to think about this, right? Gangster's Paradise. My juvenile delinquent student i turn into a this person <laughs> like it, it goes into the gimmick well i don't know i just think it'd be maybe i was watching gangster's paradise or that movie <laughs> where some inspiration came from <laughs> no i just think it'd be a good thing where like the goody two-shoes white fucking 4.0 graduate goes with you know eddie kingston what a, that'd be an yeah. amazing tag team like what kind of hijinks are they gonna get into let me ask you this. Is this the one that just recently made your list? Yes, I thought about it last night. Okay. I had a feeling only because you said you had just watched, you were watching something. So I'm like, this has to be the team that recently got plugged in. To yes. The the last I was this thinking, was the last minute add-on. I was thinking about it last night. Like, how cool would that be? Like, the, like I said, like the nerdy fucking college professor with Eddie Kingston. Like, yeah. That and w- it could work because of a team like the RK Bro which if you would have explained RK bro before it happened, everyone would have been like, that's not going to work. There's no way they, they're too different. It doesn't make any sense. Randy Orton being super serious and quiet and everything else. And then you got, you know, the ultimate broy bro. And like, that's never going to, but then it turned out to be really, really good. Imagine this. Imagine this. Okay. This is what I thought about. Imagine this. Uh, you know how they do productions or like, this is the festival of friendships or they'll do, this is, you know, the rock mankind. This is your life. So, um, Chad Gable is trying to connect with Kingston on like a, on a personal level. So he brings back, you know, he's like, Oh, we're going to do all these things for you, Eddie. We're going to, we're going to connect in a, in a way we've never connected. His, he comes out as his old gimmick, shorty G and he's got his basketball. <laughs> <laughs> he's got his oh, basketball yeah, trying to relate to him. Yes. Wouldn't you think oh, that'd be man. awesome? Like, that'd be so that'd funny. Be hilarious. <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> oh man, that'd be freaking hilarious. That's what I'm. That's what I was thinking about. Super, yeah. <laughs> I'm laying in bed, wa- just watching TV. I'm like, this. This. I'm thinking about this whole storyline in my head. <laughs> you've got a whole thing because we said we weren't really going to necessarily come up with ways to put them together, but this one you've already got all the plans laid out. I love it. Yeah, and the kinks and a Chad Gable mismatch. Thank you. <laughs> all right, moving on. To my number two. So this is where I get into some top stars for mine. So number two, I have a guy from AEW. Half of the reason why I came up with this topic, and I'm going with Brian Danielson. And I am going to pair him with free agent Cody Rhodes. So Why Brian, am I going to put those two together? Brian Danielson yeah. and Cody? Brian Danielson and Cody. And I'm putting them together just for the reason of, I feel like if we look at each of their time in AEW, where they were allowed to wrestle the way they wanted, not limited or restricted or any limitations. It was do whatever you want. Some of the greatest, think back to some of the greatest matches we've seen. And if you start listing them off, a lot of them have Brian Danielson and a lot of them have Cody. Why? Because they can take other people that are okay or good and he, they can take them to the next level. And they made them look really good. That's why Cody's TNT title run 
was really good because he was, they were bringing in people week after week. They brought in Eddie Kingston. They brought in, I think Ricky Starks one week, like they were bringing these people in. We didn't know who they were. And we're like, damn, they're putting on really good matches with Cody. But you know, you know, that a lot of that had to do with him. He was, he was really good at elevating people. Same thing with Brian Danielson and his short time there. Every feud he has, like it's must see TV. So I think if you pair them together as a tag team, because they've been able to help people in AEW with some solo stuff, now put them together as a tag team and maybe help them elevate some of the, the lower card or even the mid card teams to put on absolute banger matches. Makes a so lot of sense. That's why I'd like to see them go together. Now, I don't remember if they were ever a team in WWE. I have no idea, but it was WWE. I want to see them. They have to be a team in AEW, tag team wrestling, unrestricted, do whatever you want, and get people over. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Get all the mid mid talent, like par- private party, and these guys, give them a big match with two. And you, kind yes. of, you kind of got that with the Young Bucks, but I get your point. These are, these are yeah. the best of the best. But, you know, Young Bucks, they put on good matches. But, you know, as you point out, it is spot heavy. And so I don't know that they necessarily – they can put on good matches with other good teams, but I don't really see them as elevating other teams. You know, like there's a difference there between you putting on a good match against another good opponent and you elevating someone who's lower in mid-card and making them feel more top of the card. And I think it takes a very special kind of talent, and I think – both Cody and Brian Danielson have that talent. Right. All right. Cool. Love it. So you have, we have no wrestlers the same so far. None. I want you to know none. that. We have none. None, right? No one. None. Wait, which one? No, not yet. Okay, good. Unless you're about to name one else. No, no, I'm not. That's why I'm happy. Um, We have, I have, uh, this doesn't even have a category, but they were on my list like right away. And I'm talking about two guys that are super over that have never won a world title that have barely even wrestled single. Well, no hooks wrestled single. So hook is one of them. Okay. I got hook. And then I got Matt Riddle as his tag team partner. Now I want to see Matt Riddle, not WWE. I want to see what he's like in real life. Like not the super over the top. Hey bro. Like what is he like? Imagine Stoner so Hook. Reinvent his character. Not reinvent his character, just him, just not, all right, bro. Like him being a heel with Hook, Stoner. Like, okay. Cerebral, like, like, you don't know what he's thinking. Like, he's not, all right, I'm going to ride my scooter. Like, I'm going to fucking kill this guy, man. Like, yeah. you know, like, there's him and Hook, fucking killers. Like, I'm yep. thinking hardcore, just fuck them up. Like we're going to go get stoned after this and we're just going to go wrestle this match and we're going to beat people. We're going to choke them out because Riddle has that MMA background, you know, um, just have them have those guys just choking everyone out. Boom out the door. I love hook. I love hooks. It exit to a match when he wins. He's fucking no hand raise walks out the ring gone. Yep. I just walks in. Comes in, beats someone's ass, walks out. Now, I'm not saying Riddle take that gimmick, but I don't want to see the cartoonish Riddle. I want to see a heel Riddle with Hook. I think that would be awesome. I know I, it's hard for me to explain. You might not see it. The people might not no, I see can it. Kinda, I can see through it. He would just have to give up the goofy gimmick that he has now. Yeah, that's it. Just be a heel Riddle. Yeah, because I can see it. I can see kind of see between the lines. I can see his style when he wrestles. I can see how it can be modified a little bit. He's definitely got the talent there. Modify it a little bit, shake up his look a little bit, and then shake up his personality for sure. And then he would fit right in in that team for sure. I mean, he is, yeah, like I said, he has the MMA background. He could do the suplexes. He could do the submissions just like Hook. They would be, they're both young. Like They'd be phenomenal yep. together. Like they, they would be the, they would be, who who's that team that raps all the time in AEW? The the acclaim. They'd be a, the acclaim, but acclaim. fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be the acclaim, but higher up the card. But fucking cool. Yep. Although I do like the acclaim, but I think they're great. <laughs> they're, 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 enter, they're entertaining. Exactly, they're awesome. All right. Anything else before I move on? No, I just wanted to get that one out there because it wasn't like you know mind blowing. It's just they 
were on my list the entire time. But that's it. Moving okay. on. All right. My number one, and let me just say, my number one team and my number two team, they were very interchangeable. So I, they're equally as good, I feel like. Um, but my number one team, two top stars again. And I'm going um, from AEW. I'm putting, and you, you, you said you didn't want to blow any names on my list, and you only named one person, but you got the one that's on my <laughs> list at number one, and it's Kenny Omega. <laughs> you always do that. You always, you always give away one in the beginning of people that are never going to make my list. So, anyways, Kenny Omega, he is there. I knew that was going to happen, and I'm going to go ahead and pair him with AJ Styles. See that? I think those are we've seen those this right, like in Bullet Club. Have we seen it? I don't know. I didn't watch the Bullet Club. I didn't really watch them over there so much. That's why I'm kind of not counting that because we haven't seen that on American television, right? All right, all right. So maybe you've seen it over in New Japan. So for maybe the really hardcore fans, I'm sure they had some time together over in New Japan, sure. But for American television, for those of us who didn't follow and don't find the streams wherever and all, I would like to see them on American television teaming up because I think they – there's a lot of teams and people they could wrestle over here. And I think it would be, that would, that would just be a lot of fun to watch. I don't know that they necessarily, they, they're, they're guys that put on good matches. I don't know if they'll elevate like Cody and Brian Danielson would, but I think they could just put on absolute banger matches as a tag team, especially with both of them are at in their career. And like I said, put them up against some people here, uh, in the U.S. that we've never got to see them go against before. So I think they would be a super, super just all around, like sit back and just just soak it in and enjoy good wrestling and watching these two paired together. I love it. I did not. I love that we thought of five different tag teams without crossing over one superstar, one wrestler. Yep, not even one. Because my last team. You didn't name any of these guys, and it's my comedic team, my funny team, and I'm going to go with Orange Cassidy, and I'm going to go Kevin Owens, and I just want to sit back and look at those segments where Kevin Owens is going off on him, and Orange is doing his thing where he's just sitting there. He's like, are you sleeping? Are you sleeping on me? You know, he lifts his glasses, and he has his eyes open. Just imagine the comedy between those two. Just uh, yeah. it's just Kevin Owens would, and I think this has got to be a babyface team, obviously, where Kevin's frustrated yep. with Orange Cassidy. <laughs> I just feel like this would be a, an amazing tag team with two gifted wrestlers that will never, they'll never win world championships. Kevin did, but he won't again because of the whole Saudi Arabia yep. thing. Um, and Orange Cassidy's not world title contention; like he's up there with the mid card as well. Two amazing acts. One doesn't speak at all. One talks too much. Uh, the, uh, it's I, can, kinda, it's, I can see that as being one of the best comedic pairs since Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho. Yeah, I just feel like, except for this time, you know, Kevin will be doing the funny things and doing the gimmicks. And while well, well, Orange Cassidy's just standing there looking cool. Like, you know how Kevin goes on rants. I mean, I'm sure you don't watch Raw, but you probably see Kevin Owens' you know, rants and his... Well, just, I'm familiar with them, yes. I mean, I haven't seen them recently, but I've I, seen plenty of them. He'll just be talking backstage, and Seth Rollins just laughing, and Kevin Owens just talking and talking and talking. It's like he's having a conversation with himself these days. And it's just, <laughs> and then he could do that with Orange Cassidy. He's like, right, buddy? Right? Yeah. See, even Orange says so. You know, like, I could just imagine them just being just the coolest people out there and winning all these matches and just running through all the roster. Yeah, and I could see at times Kevin getting real pissed at him because <laughs> he goes to look towards him. Hey, come on, help me out. And he's just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Fuck it, I'll do it myself. Yeah, like it's just, it'd be a great matchup, I think. That's awesome. That would be awesome. I would definitely watch them if they ever teamed up. I'm surprised you didn't use Kevin Owens. I At one point, I had Kevin Owens and John Silver. <sighs> so I I wrote down originally a list. I was going through each of the rosters and anyone that stood out to me, I was writing them down from AEW, WWE, uh, free agents. And Kevin Owens was on my list and I was trying to find somebody to pair him with. 
And I just, I didn't see the right combo there. Not one that I liked more than what was on my list, but I don't think I ever drew the line between Kevin Owens and Orange Cassidy. But he was one I was trying to work in. I just couldn't find a spot for him. It's just he goes along with everyone, and that's his problem. He's always, you know, the bridesmaid, never the bride, especially these yeah. days. But, yeah, Kevin Owens, Orange Cassidy. That was a good, that was a good uh, topic. I don't have anything. Yeah, it was a fun list. I don't have anything for you, Chris, but I do. I made it up in my head as we were talking. Okay. Top five. Next week's top five is going to be top five wrestlers you would want to interview at WrestleMania. Interview at WrestleMania. They're doing the fucking KO show. This is inspired. It could be it could be it could be past or present. It could be any wrestler ever. Any wrestler ever. Someone to interview at WrestleMania, do they have to be have some time in WWE or no? No. Any wrestler ever. This just 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 copying the Kevin Owens show with Stone Cold. Inspired by that. Okay. So bring on any superstar. But knowing knowing ring TV segment. Knowing the segment ends with them doing their finisher on you. Oh, okay. You have that has to be in the equation. They're doing the finisher on you and you have to take it. <laughs> all right all right seriously the stipulation well that's what that's how russ that's how the ko show is gonna end he's gonna get stunned yeah. and that's the end of the, the ko show segment that's it that's how it's gonna end oh you dumb son bitch talking about me uh yeah talking about texas yeah i like canada it's better than texas <laughs> boom stunner give me beers we're out i just made five million dollars thank you <laughs> <laughs> all right five people to interview at WrestleMania, and then you immediately have to close the segment with getting hit by the finisher. Yes. Boom. All right. right, Well, thanks for listening. We're part of the Say It Again Network. My name is Josh. That's Chris Coffler. You can find us on Twitter at Josh Kimball OUS and at RTW Chris. Chris, I tagged you today. You didn't respond, you jerk. You jerk. I, I liked it, I think, but I don't know. My phone was acting up, so maybe it didn't go through. I saw... You were expecting to be distracted by some Deshaun Watson news. Instead, instead you were saddened by some Devontae Adams news. Instead, I watched New Mexico State, the 12th seed, just be UConn just now. That's what I've been distracted by this entire episode. But thanks so much so for the listening. Pack, the Packers are going to be third in the division. Maybe, in the, maybe. In their own division. Maybe, but next time we'll, <laughs> you know what, we'll talk about that next time. But see you guys later. See ya.
leftovers. Or the DMV. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.